Welcome to the podcast of School Beyond Limitations. In this podcast, you will learn how to guide your child through their school life with intention to help them find their unique essence that will allow your daughter, your son to live a fulfilled and meaningful life. Help. My child is gaming. What can I do? My name is Dr. Martina Jeromin. I'm co-founder, CEO and designer of School Beyond Limitations. If you would like your child to live a fulfilled and happy life, then this may be the right channel for you. We increasingly notice that uh, children spend more time online, that online has become their life, yeah, more or less. Many, many children actually game uh, increasingly, they become nearly addicted to gaming. And this is not different whether a, school, whether a student um, um, attends a physical school or an online school. It has become a problem, a societal problem. At the same time, we also need to be aware of the fact that we are living in different times. Our children, your children, they grew up in a blended reality, in a reality where the online aspect was part of their or is part of their lives, which we called, uh, call on life, right? So it's clear that our children, our daughters, our sons, they have a completely different approach to the online uh, life and to games. And here I would like to um, tell a story. This happened only a few days ago, actually last Sunday. I went for a walk with a friend of mine and at the end of this walk, we entered a bar and restaurant and we only took a drink and uh, next to our table and our chairs, there was a family seated with two little children. Uh, one was still a baby and the other one was probably two to three years old. Their parents were sitting on the table and the child was actually running from one table to the next table, was also coming to our table. And parents didn't do anything about it. They just let this child without any attention go around, you know, as it was, as he wanted. And there were also the waiters who wanted to interfere, but at the end of the day, you know, the, um, the lunch came uh, and, and the mother took the child back to the table and what did she do? The first thing she did, she did, she took her cell phone, she actually turned on <laughs> the cell phone, put on a video and put the video on go and uh, and put the, the the iphone the cell phone into this the, the child's two to three years of age into uh, his hands or in front of him at the same time the child was fed so what happens here <laughs> the child is distracted it's this child indeed is only or was only two two and a half years old was distracted from the food, didn't connect with the food, didn't understand that he was eating, was completely distracted from what was happening in real life, was sucked into the video that was presented to him, and he was quiet. So what happens in such situations? It happens that children learn already at an early stage that they can get 
get distracted. And our brain, we know that our brain can become lazy. We just get drawn, drawn into something that, you know, takes us away from us, takes us away from um, what's happening next to us. And we need to be also aware that games, online games, are organized around making children, making teenagers uh, addicted. So I think that's something that we really need to be aware of. And that's why I think we need to address that. We need to understand in the first place as parents, what's going on here? What, why do I actually numb this child? Isn't sitting together a time where we actually share family time, where we talk to one another, where we explore, you know, the different tastes of the food, where we talk about the different, how we like it, how we feel about it, where we talk about uh, what we shared in our lives, that there is interaction taking place. And so that the child feels it's part, he's part of the family. He's part of, you know, of an experience that also his parents are experiencing. So it's crucial to communicate with the child, to show the child that there are moments where we do not use the online, where we do not use games, you know, where we do actually interact with one another. And this time is just sacrosanct. This time is only for us for the interaction and for the exploration of what we do in this this specific moment and uh, you know the tastes if being mindful about eating let's pretend we are eating pizza or we are eating i don't know spaghetti or we are eating uh, a dessert or something and we explore it i remember one story that really stays with me that was around five years ago when I was in Spain for the organization of a residential week and I was there and sitting also at a, in a restaurant and at this restaurant I had a completely different experience to the experience that I just shared with you and it was an experience of a family also two children maybe a little older than these two because one was probably the younger one was probably two to three years and the older one about five years and this spanish family in murcia was sitting together in a restaurant and they had lots of different tapas there lots of different tapas and they made this a celebration they really you know tasted the food they talked about the food and they invited they put little bits and pieces into into the hands of their children and then experienced this sensual kind of experience together and i remember i was sitting sitting there i was really enchanted by just watching this family because there was no no cell phone there was just interaction and i was sitting there by myself just eating myself and observing and seeing a happy family 
Uh, making time for one another. So one main thing is making time for one another, seeing the other person, talking to the other person, using the name of the other person. If something falls on the floor, just picking it up, talk to the child, pick it up yourself, you know, praising the child for having done it, doing it by ourselves and making this a very holistic and a very all-embracing celebration and experience. That allows the child really to see that the real life is happening, that real life, even if they grow up with cell phones and these young, uh, those young parents were very young and also had their cell phones, but they didn't have their cell phones in that specific moment uh, around them. It was actually not on the table, nobody was distracted by it. And the children, you could tell there was, you know, happiness, serenity, understanding, appreciation for the ex existence of one another in the field. And there was a balance there, you know, and this is what is so extremely important. So help my child is gaming i think the main question i need to ask myself as a parent did i introduce this or do i allow my child to game all the time am i present when i am supposed to be present with my child am i present or am i distracted while we are eating am i distracted when we are doing things together how often do we see parents that's also something that i observe very often when parents are going for a walk with their children and they are constantly on their iphone on their cell phone that is an experience the child also, you know, integrates and the child sees their parents are doing it. So I'm doing it as well. And I think that's crucial that we are self-reflective, that we then communicate with our children. If we see that it is taking too much of their space, I need as a parent, I need to put some kind of boundaries there. I need to regulate, I, to help them regulate themselves and to set clear, a clear um, understanding when they can use their uh, games and how long they can uh, play online. Because I know as a parent, which kind of effect of impact it can have on my child, right? And I start communicating that to my children when they grow older. So once they understand, they will understand. But as long as they are very um, young, then it's the main and the most important aspect in my view is really making time for my children, bringing in the balance and do not use the cell phone as a babysitter. Do never use. And on top of that, when you start introducing a game or you see that a child has been introduced to a game by a friend, get interested in it and, and, and get also knowledgeable about it. Because if you know yourself 
what a game is all about. You may not need to know all the little details, but you need to be um, able as a parent to understand what is my child doing so that your child also when communicating with you knows that she or he is talking to somebody who shows interest in the first place and secondly who wants to learn together with them so i really believe the help comes from first and foremost understand where is the problem coming from why is my child gaming so much and if the why if i understand it maybe it's an attention seeking maybe my 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 child has already become addicted yeah and if that's happening then we need to not only then we need to interfere before we need to be aware before we need to set the tone from the beginning we need to be aware that our society is a different society from the society before and that's why everything goes uh, you know through our attention our mindful attention and conscious choice to actually set an environment and and create an environment for my child to feel safe and uh, to understand that you know there is no judgment this is wrong or right but where they can really um kind of experience all life the blended life the on life life and the on life life is both it's um life real life you know reality without online and it's the online and if we have a balance there if we introduce the balance from the beginning and basically it's really a few aspects that are just so crucial it's making time for my child seeing my child communicating with my child creating space for my children uh, in specific moments in the first place when eating having activities that we do with our child with our children and then also set up common agreements uh, together with my child once they start understanding but never ever never ever use a cell phone to babysit and to distract them because that's where it all starts and we need to be aware and then be strong enough know that you are the parent that you set the tone that the parent is there to help the child navigate this complex reality it's much more uh, much more of a complex reality nowadays than uh, it used to be for us for sure or for the uh, million millennials now it's even more complex and that's why we need to be knowledgeable at a, at a po to the point that we can support our children navigate and just be there and watch observe and show them that there is so much out there that they can experience and that gaming is one part of it and gaming is not as such bad if used in a balanced way 
And that takes me basically to the end of this podcast because only a few days ago, I talked to one of our students who is very, very knowledgeable in the field of coding and programming. Um, and he's already older. And we talked about, you know, the risks of gaming. And uh, I don't want to now use any of the game or the words, you know, um, or mention any of the games. Uh, but uh, he said, you know, he personally is against, you know, controlling the children. He is much more for, you know, educating um, parents as much as children about the pros and the cons. And I think what he means by saying that if we communicate with one another, if we know what we are doing also as parents, then we will be able to help our students, our children, to see that gaming can be part of their lives, but in a limited way, so that they see what can they do beyond, and they get excited also about other things beyond gaming. So um, the strategy, what can I do? As I said before, set the tone, go with your child, communicate with your child, Create time for your child and be clear with a child and with yourself. Sometimes it's also us, right, with ourselves. That when we are with our children, the cell phone should be put away. That we communicate, that we see. And when I see the other, when I see my daughter, when I see my son, when I see my partner, when I see my colleague, there's a different kind of energy floating between the parties. And that's an energy of care, an energy of love, an energy of appreciation, an energy, I'm there for you. You're not alone. And we do this together. And this is what we also aim to do at School Beyond Limitations. And if somebody comes to School Beyond Limitations already, you know, with a kind of, I don't want to say addiction, but very much into uh, the gaming, uh, you know, the gaming, then we need to collaborate with the parents. We need to collaborate all together. And sometimes it also means that we need to have professional help at this side. But we are always there to show our students what it is without judging, what it is, what makes the difference. If they uh, get acquainted with the risks and, you know, also the, uh, the cons of everything they do. And if they approach life from a conscious perspective by making choices that are beneficial for them at any time. And if you are interested in School Beyond Limitations, then you will find the website in the description and we will um, see each other then in an upcoming conversation during the admission um, process. At School Beyond Limitations, we support our students find their unique essence. Feel free to share the content of this podcast with other parents. We are here to show that your children can indeed 
bring their unique essence into life. So, reach out to us if you think that this is what you'd like your daughter, your son to experience or apply through our website. Also, leave your comments, your questions or your review about the podcast. Share it with others. And, as you know, sharing is care.